Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. Hi, that's me. My gig wasn't tonight, the 15th of June. It was, in fact, the 14th of June, Wednesday, and I didn't realise. Uh, but don't worry, I made the gig. I just uh, thought it was, for some reason, tonight, and it wasn't. It was last night. Wonderful gig, actually. 100 tickets sold. 27 people turned up. I even counted them. 27 punters. I mean, that's nice. As a nice audience, 27 people. Can't complain. But 100 tickets. I was was expecting uh, it to be rammed to the rafters. But it was run by the wonderful Sam Rhodes, who has been giving me gigs since uh, like 2018 or something. Uh, A really great promoter. Uh, I love the guy. And he gave me a lovely spot. 10 minutes bucket share uh, at, in, a, in a in a nice venue in a new night and uh he's good anyway but he's in he like I love the fact that all of these people I've been hanging around with for a few years now have been getting better I did uh, some pre-pandemic gigs with a guy called Jace Cub Hatton and um only one or two I think and anyway long the short of it is I saw him uh, perform uh, that night as well and um he was really good i really liked his style really i really did it was like i can't explain it it was kind of like quite intense and funny but like i don't know i've got a vibe of almost like like like, like a kind of ben out and the alexi sale that kind of affrontedness do you know what i mean uh anyway i think he was very good and then met a lovely guy called lewis too who was just an audience member who was chatting to us and, um, yeah, he added me on the old gram and, you know, it was nice, just nice chat. It was a really nice night. Nice night. <laughs> That's the way to put it. And the gig went, um, well enough. It was quite a polite crowd. So I, uh, I was polite in my performance as well. I, I didn't come out as gun blazing as I wanted to, but then looking back at the recording, it was actually, it was not bad. Tripped over a few words, but hey, I'll take it. And yes, I then well, I then noticed when I bent down a few times, it looked like I had a bald spot. And essentially, I definitely have some form of thinning. I can feel it, but I think it was the way my hair was folded as well, exacerbating it. But anyway, it, my hair, I, I, you wouldn't have been able to see that much of my scalp if I was fucking 15 years old, you know what I mean? So it definitely is a hair loss issue. And that it just plunged me into some kind of existential despair for a period of time. I was like, I don't care that the recording of this gig is going well, because I can see a minor bald spot at my parting. Getting older is, uh, look, old is the goal. I put this on Instagram because it's true, because I was thinking about it. Everybody's goal is to get old, of course. But nobody wants to feel older or look older. You want to keep on going. But ageing, you know, the the decayingness of ageing, the entropy of ageing, you don't want that, do you? Anyway. It's horrible to think about it as entropy. Your body basically falling into disorder. So tonight I started watching Get Back, the Beatles documentary by Peter Jackson, which is like, I think, six hours long or something. And so far, very interesting, having been in many bands myself, and yes, I am comparing myself to the Beatles, uh, it's just really 
it, I just, that joy of sitting around and chatting with your mates and then someone playing something and you come up with something else and you're like, oh, yeah. But you can also tell they're a well-oiled music writing machine. You know what I mean? They were churning out albums every six months. So, um, you know, they're pros and also super talented, of course. You can see that almost from the offset. But what I would say is John Lennon bringing Yoko Ono to every practice, there's a vibe there of... I don't want to be here anymore. I'm different to you. This is me now. No one else is bringing their wife or their partner. No one else. It's like a statement. It's like a boys club. You're a gang. And then he's, he's it's like bringing your girlfriend along to a lad's night out, at which sometimes does happen. And everyone's like, what the fuck? But it's incredible to watch kind of these huge cultural figures. They were the most famous people in the world at that point. And uh, it's just amazing to watch them do their thing and the fame that they had and it got me thinking about fame in general now someone on the comedy collective which if you don't know is a a secret facebook group full of thousands of comedians so it's not that secret um, where people talk about comedy but mostly you know post about gigs and things like that and someone said uh, about a year ago or something, why are you doing comedy? Do you want to be famous? And I think every single person who commented on that thread said, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be famous from comedy. I'm not doing it for that. And I just thought, bullshit. Bull fucking shit. What? None of you want to be famous. None of you want to be critically acclaimed. None of you want to be earning money from this hobby that you do between your day job. What? None of you. Fuck off. But it's that thing of you, you don't want to admit that you want fame. And we all understand on a on a deeper level that fame is not the answer to happiness. We all understand that. But isn't it funny how we all chase it? We all chase it. And I admit I chase it. It's like that Lewis guy last night. He, he said, oh, guys, can I have a picture? You know, because he's going to put it on social media. And he's like, dude, we're comedians. Put it fucking everywhere you like. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> like, you know, film me. Stick that on fucking YouTube. As long as it's not like you're bombing your dick off then fucking yes, I'll, I'll, I'll have publicity, thanks very much. Because comedians, of course they want to be famous, because you're like, everyone stare this way, I'm going to stare the opposite way, and talk to all of you. You will be quiet, and I'll talk, and you laugh when I make you laugh. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's definitely an ego value-seeking kind of thing there. But what I would also say is, I'm partly doing comedy because I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to have this creative outlet. And what I find is if if I don't do comedy, I do a lot of more writing and vlogging and then if I and podcasting. And then if I do comedy, all of those other things f- fall to the wayside. And it's not that that's a bad thing. It's that comedy takes up most of my energy, but it should do because it's my main passion. And writing and podcasting and vlogging were all kind of expressions of stand-up before I had the guts to do stand-up. And I think, you know, writing is like, you want everyone to read your stuff, you want everyone to circulate it, you want to be popular and well-known, but you get to hide behind your keyboard, you don't have to, you don't have to be in the limelight. And vlogging's even more in the limelight, but you still don't have to perform to live people and things like that. And podcasting, also similar uh, but you again, it's a recorded medium. It's the live thing that scares the shit out of people. But I had, you know, it, it put me, it made me realize 
that all of the things I've been doing for years have all just basically been an expression of stand-up. Do you know what I mean? It's like when someone comes out as gay, but first of all, they say they're bisexual. <laughs> it's a bit like that, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. But it's like you, you take these first steps. Oh, I'm going to be a podcast. And then you do a podcast or you do a blog or you you, do, you start vlogging. And then people start looking at your stuff and you feel judged and weird and self-conscious. And you don't like the way you sound. And then you look and, you know, and then you get all of these. And then eventually you go, actually, this was all about the fact that I wanted to be a comedian. You come out of the closet as a, as a comic, as a comedian. And then you don't feel like a comedian for years because you feel like a fraud. Because everyone else is like storming it and you're doing five minutes to seven other people in a in a basement. Which still happens. I'm not saying I'm past that stage. But um, I'm definitely feeling like more of a comedian. I'm feeling more competent. But of course, comedy has a great way of whipping you back down and going, you thought you were competent, but... No, I'm here to remind you and keep you in check. Comedy's a great way to keep your ego grounded. And even when the gigs go well, I th- I think to myself, this isn't actually about me. This is about the craft, the delivery, the story. Like people aren't going, oh, you're amazing. They're like, you're how you've learned this craft. I, I, I'm, I'm laughing at the craft. I'm not laughing at you in particular, which is a weird way to put it, but you kind of let the medium, I'm going to say, flow through you. Fucking hell, I'm starting to sound like a, a load of wanky bollocks now, but yeah, it's just lovely watching, uh, lovely, uh, creative people at work. Uh, and, and that's why I love seeing comedians around me um, doing well. Not better than me. But when I see comedians that I haven't seen for like six months or a year or two years, like that Jacob Hatton guy, and then I see him perform and I'm like, fuck, I I really like that. And I can see that he's improved in the same way that I've improved or the way that Sam Rhodes has improved. I'm not saying I'm on the same level as these people. I'm just saying you can see other people moving up the same time you are. And it's, uh, it's a great feeling. And to see the Beatles on TV you know, writing songs and stuff. It just got me all creatively like, oh, yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. It's frustrating at times, admittedly, especially when creativity seems to be a bit elusive, but I love it. Right, this has been a long evening rant. It's 10 to midnight. I need to go to sleep. Um, But uh, that's it. See you on the next pod.